Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. Songe Zomabete on SAFM. 21.09, and so the show continues. Now, on the line is somebody who I first met in university debating little did probably, I certainly didn't think, and she might not have thought as well that we would have our respective days not commanding but certainly being part of the South African national narrative. Dr. Stambulembeta, good evening, ma'am. Thank you so much for joining us. I remember, I think it was in Stellenbosch or even before that in Durban, where you were obviously one of the important people at Sanu DC Council, and here we are having a conversation on air. How great. Are you well, ma'am? Good evening and very well. Thank you. Yeah, my gosh, it was a lifetime ago. <laughs> it was. It really was. Let's talk. What's happening at... Sun City, I mean, these are very important conversations, particularly in the service of the public in response to the constitutional obligations and really returning better outcomes for service delivery in South Africa and what reasonably the South African public can expect from the legislative sector. Do you want to share with us your experiences to date? I know that you've held a relatively prominent role in the last couple of days. Yes, sure. Uh, So I have been attending and was asked to speak and to moderate uh, some um, some of the programming at the 2023 uh, South African Legislative Sector Professional Development Seminar. Now, the, the, South African leadership, uh, the South African Legislative Sector is basically a um, an association of uh, all of the different legislatures um, that are set out um, and in the South African Constitution. So primarily uh, Parliament, which is the National Assembly and the National Council of Provinces, um, as well as the nine provincial legislatures um, from the nine different provinces. Mm-hmm. And basically these 11 uh, institutions uh, make up uh, the South African legislative sector. And then, of course, we know that there's the municipal councils and they are represented by SOLGA um, in this forum um, that basically was set up uh, a number of years ago to give um, to provide an institutional home, I suppose, uh, for these um, for the legislatures um, and that had the very important role uh, of... Um, making uh, laws and overseeing uh, the executive sector in in South Africa. And um, so they had been hosting these uh, professional development seminars for a number of years, but they haven't been able to have one in person Mm. uh, since COVID. Um, It was happening every two years, and the last one was supposed to be in 2021 and was unable to meet. Um, And so this is the first one that's happened since 2019. Uh, And um, I was honored to be invited to come and speak uh, to it's effectively a gathering um, here of the administrators of the legislature. So yeah. we see the members of parliament, we see the members of provincial legislatures, and we see them fighting with each other. But behind the scenes, mm-hmm. the administration mm-hmm. of those legislatures is hugely important. The secretaries of the legislatures and all of the support staff, the researchers, uh, the committee uh, secretaries, all the people that actually make our uh, our national parliament and our provincial legislatures function. Uh, and this is a gathering of all of those people um, to uh, really intended to have them think about um, how they can improve 
uh, their work in order to build the kind of uh, capable and strong uh, legislatures that we need. And it's an important time to be having this conversation because, of course, we're going to election next year. Well, let's talk about the import of this conversation against service delivery, equally against the high stakes that 2024 is being billed to be from a political perspective. The reality of it all, Advocate Pindela, this question really is for you and welcome, my dear brother. I've missed you. I love you and so thankful to have you on the platform. Whatever is the political implication stroke import of 2024, what does not change is that government ought to uninterrupted deliver the services to the people at the right time in the right manner. And all of that is presupposed by the fact that the respective legislative arms of the provinces as well as that of the state are in a position to ensure that that happens, to hold accountable those administrators who preside over state resources, stroke institutions, so that the constitutional promise, irrespective of what the politics may play out to be, is not compromised. Talk to us, therefore, my dear brother, about the thesis of this biannual, biannual seminar, the value to society, and what at its core is in it for the administrators. You sit, of course, as the chairperson of the Forum of Secretaries of the SA legislative sector, so you really are sitting on some gold here. Advocate Pindela? Yes, uh, uh, good evening uh, to the listeners and good, good evening, uh, Sonia. Uh, indeed, uh, the the seminar is, is is for for administrators of the of the legislatures, and uh, in this instance, the legislatures would include the National Assembly, the National Council of Provinces, as well as uh, all the the nine the secretaries of the nine provincial legislatures. Yeah. And the purpose of the seminar is to to take stock of how far we as the as the administrator in supporting the members to enable them to carry out their constitutional obligations and the kind of professional assistance or the kind of professional support that we must provide to members to enable them to carry out their constitutional obligations. We have looked at several topics uh, insofar as the seminar is concerned. We have looked at areas relating to oversight and accountability. We have looked at uh, the facilitation of uh, public involvement. We have also looked at uh, how, as, as, as administrators, we can come up with uh, standards to ensure that uh, throughout the legislative sector, we support members in a manner that would be consistent with, uh, with the Constitution. The seminar also aims to develop and enhance the capacity of managers and staff in the legislative sector to fulfill their duties and responsibilities efficiently and effectively. I think what that essentially means is it's to have a discussion about that so that when you all separate, that becomes one of the KPIs of managers. Now, how, if at all, is there scope for the National School of Government to participate in this? I mean, one of the most underestimated or underrated institutions 
of the government is the National School of Government, which really is there to facilitate the entry and smooth, if not seamless, work of government and training, particularly for those who are entering the public service for the first time. Is the National School of Government an agent or a partner of this forum? Have they been given scope to at least address the seminar? And beyond the work of the seminar, would any of the managers or professionals in the public service be headed in that direction so as to make sure that the mandate of the National School of Government itself, which is ultimately to improve and to optimize public service, is ensured? Yeah. Yeah, it looks as we accept that we may learn from the, the school of uh, National School of Governance. But uh, we also have to take into consideration that uh, we we have government or the executive and the legislative sector. And uh, our mandates are, are, are different. Our mandate is to, to ensure that uh, the, the, the executive renders services to, to the masses of, uh, of this country. Uh, government has a different mandate, and that is to render the services. Okay, good point. So, 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 whereas we can learn from the the, the, the school of governance, but we may not necessarily uh, learn the same things that the school of governance, that the government uh, departments may learn from the school of governance. We have as a as, as, as a as a legislative sector our own programs where we 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 empower mm-hmm. our managers where we empower managers uh on the core business of uh, of parliament on the core business of uh, of the legislatures so whereas we 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 are distinct mm. but we may learn something from the from the school of uh, of governance yes indeed we 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 gave them an opportunity to present on the on the professionalization of uh, of uh, of the public sector but as the legislative sector we have to sit down ourselves and design our own uh, framework insofar as the professionalization of uh, of the legislative sector is, uh, is concerned because of the separation of powers i accept that uh, our separation of powers is, is is not watertight it's not divided in watertight compa- compartments mm-hmm. uh, it's porous but uh, we have to make sure that in the legislative sector our managers are geared towards oversight or overseeing or providing support to members in order to enable them to oversee executive action and not necessarily to see ourselves as the implementers not to see ourselves necessarily as people who are supposed to render services uh, to to the masses of uh, of uh, of our country we have to ensure we have to oversee we have to make sure that uh, the executive does what it undertook to do Fantastic. We're going to continue after the break. Thank you so much so far to the contributions made by Dr. Stembi Lambeta, Director of Programs at Future Elect, an organization here in Johannesburg, Rosebank specifically, and the chairperson of the Forum of Secretaries of the Country in the legislative sector, Dr. So, Dr. Advocate Modibeda Pin.
Modibedi Pindela. I wouldn't want to reduce counsel to anything other than his very noble profession of law. After the break, we continue the conversation. Hashtag South African Legislative Sector Hosts Development Seminar. Advocate Pindela spoke about this arm of the state being specifically the legislator, those who make the laws for the country or for the province. Another arm of state would be the executive, the administrators, found in cabinet under President Ramaphosa and, of course, the judiciary, the ultimate defenders of the Constitution. And these three spheres, the legislature, the executive, and the judiciary, form the state. We here, the media, are the fourth estate, ensuring that those three arms are held accountable, but more importantly, we have conversations with them to better understand what is their work so that we as ordinary citizens can make a meaningful contribution and impact equally to our democracy. So, Advocate Pindela and Dr. Mbeta return after the short break.